Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we had a chance to hang out with Journey Montana over Zoom video. Journey was born in Los Angeles, moved to Harlem, pretty much raised in Harlem, and then moved to Atlanta when she was about to be in high school. So we learned about how Journey got into music. She comes from a musical household, entertainment household. And she tells this story about when she wasn't even, I don't know, maybe two years old or something. Her mom is in the grocery store in L.A. And she's screaming. And a woman comes up to her and says, you know what? Your, your daughter here is screaming in perfect pitch. She happens to be Mariah Carey's vocal coach. Pretty, pretty wild. And now she still has perfect pitch to this day. We talk about that. She really started to gain a following on Instagram when she would post just cover songs on Instagram and YouTube growing up. Through that, she was introduced to a girl group. She joins that. We talk about that. Leaving the girl group, writing for other people, and eventually starting her own artist project, Journey Montana. Journey is also an actress on the show All American. And we talk about, obviously, her new songs that she just released, Good Girl and then Bad Girl. You can watch the interview with Journey Montana on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It would be so awesome if you subscribe to our channel, if you like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And we would be so grateful if you follow us on Spotify. If you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Music, go give us a five-star rating. That would be incredible. And if you're an Amazon shopper, a portion of your everyday purchases will help support our podcast with just a few clicks. It's super easy. Please head over to our website, bringingitbackwards.com, and click on Amazon each time you begin your purchases. Those few extra clicks will help keep our mission of providing a platform for both legendary and rising artists to tell their personal stories on how they achieve stardom so that all artists and music enthusiasts have access to meaningful and memorable advice that will help inspire their own musical journeys. To recap, please head over to bringingitbackwards.com and click on Amazon before you make each and every purchase because a portion of that purchase will add up in a big way to help support our mission. Thank you so much. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're Bringing It Backwards with Journey Montana. Well, hey, Journey, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, my name is Adam, and this podcast is about you and your journey in music. And we'll talk about the new couple records you put out and dig all the way back to, to the beginning. <laughs> okay, no, cool. Awesome, awesome. So first off, I, so you're born in L.A., is that right? Did I read that? Yes, I was born in but Los you Angeles. Weren't born, but you weren't raised in L.A.? No. Okay, so how long did you live in Los Angeles for? I lived in Los Angeles for about four years, like the first four years of my life. Okay. Um, but my family is from New York. So it was almost like they moved there for a couple of years and then just moved right back. So I'm the only person in my family that wasn't born in New York. Oh, okay. So you were born in those four years that they or whatever that they, yeah. they were in L.A. And then it was like, yeah. okay, we're going to go back to New York. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what was it like? I mean, oh, I guess if you're four, you're not going to really remember L.A. in comparison to, to growing up in New York. But what was it like growing up in New York? Um, well, I do have a few memories, like my first first memories um, in L.A. We lived in like the valley. So it was like it was really different. I remember when I moved to New York, 
I was always telling everybody like, oh, I'm going to I'm going back to L.A. soon. Like, I'm not going to be here long. Like, I'm going <laughs> back home to my nanny and my, you know, my pumpkins. Like, I have like, a garden and stuff. Like, I was like, I'm not going to be here long. Like, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. But um, it was definitely different because um, we're like in up we're uptown. So it's like right in the middle of Harlem, like, you know you know the real like it's real new york experience and mm-hmm. it was it was a really drastic change but um yeah. i think it was for the best i learned a lot and you know those experiences kind of shaped me into who i am so that is amazing i, I know what a difference from <laughs> la and traffic and driving everywhere to mm-hmm. new york when you can essentially get on subway and go anywhere you want i mean yep. having that freedom what was that like as a kid um it was crazy um <laughs> At first, it just was like too much. And like, I just didn't understand it. And like, everybody was just, you know, we were like, like elementary school, middle school, just like out running the streets. Like it was normal, like, you know, (laughs) and um, and then after that, I had moved to Atlanta and then I, I, I just it was really weird not having that freedom that I had at such a young age in New York, like literally like getting out of school and being able to do whatever I want and go wherever I want to like being in high school. And if I don't have a car, then I, I I'm like, SOL, I'm stuck at the house. So it's just, right. it's, it's a lot of different, it's a lot of different, um different like experiences and like, you know, with like freedom and, and, you know, New York definitely takes it there with <laughs> With the with the freedom and being able to go wherever you want at any time. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, how how old are you when you moved to Atlanta? I was eleven or twelve. Okay, so you hadn't quite made it into high school yet. So you weren't okay. like leaving high school and having to go through that whole process. Of, I I still had to make new friends. In like eighth grade, like seventh eighth grade, and then um, yeah, and then like. It was but it was majority high school. Like when I think of like my school experience in Atlanta, it was like mostly high school is like the mm-hmm. memories. OK. And when did you start singing? Like when did you get into music? Um, well, I've been singing my whole life. There's actually this story about when I was a baby and we were in L.A. I was screaming in the grocery store and Mariah Carey, Mariah Carey's vocal coach came up to my mom and was like, oh, my gosh, your baby is crying in perfect pitch. Like, what the heck? (laughs) (laughs) And she was Mariah Carey. Like, she's like this older, like white lady. She was Mariah Carey's um, vocal coach for like years. And she was like, your baby is crying in perfect pitch. And so that was kind of like my first singing experience, I guess. I remember, but um, I've always been singing um around the house like my older sisters I'm the youngest of three and they will always like give me songs to learn like Whitney Houston and Etta James and Beyonce and like I would come and perform them after I learned them and it was just a lot of that like I had like a Michael Jackson obsession phase I was like obsessed with Michael Jackson and I think I think that's that's you know what you're supposed to do you're supposed to learn Mm -hmm. and you know just soak up as much as you can but like I've always sang from a baby um I kind of got into it professionally when I was about like 13 or 14 um wow. I started like doing covers on Instagram and then um a girl group came to me and asked me if I wanted to you know join the group and um that was how I started like recording and I learned that was like the beginning of my artist development and then mm-hmm. From there, I started like co like ghostwriting for a few artists and like co-writing here and there. And then that kind of formed into me making my own music and putting wow. out my own music by the time I was like 16. 
Okay. Whoa. I, I want to rewind a little bit here for a second. <laughs> that's, uh, that's crazy. So, um, well, real quick, were your, fa- was your family involved in the entertainment industry at all? Is that kind of where it got the bug or no? Yeah. Um, my mom is in artist management. She has oh. for years. She managed Fantasia and Jordan Sparks and Neo. Really? That's so rad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, um, yeah, Neo's like my uncle. I like grew up with him. <laughs> And um, it was just it was just a lot of that, like being like the five year old in the studio, just like watching and like soaking everything up. And then my dad is a singer. He um, he was in a girl, um, a boy group, a boy group growing when I was growing up. And so, you know, it was just a lot of it was just a family affair, definitely. And like my whole dad's side, they all sing. And so, yeah, it's definitely that. <laughs> wow, that's cool. So you were it's awesome that you took the journey journey to uh that you know in, in music because a lot of people you hear of like you know singers celebrities kids they just want nothing to do with what their parents you know it's like to them it's not yeah. cool like oh yeah that's yeah, my dad's a you know whatever or my mom's a whatever it's like oh that's not cool but the fact that you were in the studio at five and you absorbed that and it was something that you enjoyed and were passionate about yeah that's, it's really like, that's how my sisters are they're like I went. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. It's just funny how that is. Most kids are like, man, oh, my parents do. Oh, that means it's definitely not cool. Right. <laughs> yeah. So at five, do you, you remember being in the studios that young? Um, yeah. And I, you know, Neil is one of the greatest writers of oh, all sure. time, like ever. Um, I went to a couple premieres with him, like as a little girl, like I remember that. Um, but it was just so like regular. Like I remember I was crying because my mom wasn't in the limo with us. And I was like, I want my mom. But like, it was cool. Cause he was like my uncle and he was like, Oh, we're going to the princess and the frog premiere. Like, come on. It was just, you know, it was cool. A lot of great experiences that I really like hold close to me. Learned That's a lot. So cool. So cool. <laughs> and when you got in this, how did you get this girl group that you're talking about? You said you got into a girl group. They, um, I was just really consistent with like singing videos on Instagram and stuff like, you know, my mom could easily like have put her complete force behind it. But it was kind of a point where I had to like prove that I could do this on my own with or without her. And like I could really like, you know, get into the grid and build a right. and, and, you know, just prove myself a little bit before my mom just came with the full force because she could. Mm-hmm. And so with that with me having that, um, that like work ethic and like really, really trying, I was doing remixes, writing, like all sorts of stuff on YouTube and Instagram, just like every single, like three videos a day, like I was going crazy. And, and then this girl group, um, they had like a little following, they were replacing one of their members and they DM me like, Oh, come to the studio for a meeting. And we had a meeting and we recorded a song and then they just loved me. And I was the youngest person in the group. I was like, 13 at the time they were all like 16 17 18 and I was you know I it was fine like it was it was really weird a little bit because they were older than me but like it was definitely I definitely learned a lot from that like that was kind of how I started for like definitely yeah well that's it's cool that your mom made you kind of show you know she was probably yeah. like you know like yeah that you might like it now but you got to prove to me that you're gonna stick around and want to continue because if she went all in and then you're like, ah, you know, I've, I've yeah. two kids and they get uninterested in stuff very quickly. So it's like, you know, if you were like, yeah, I want to sing. And she's like, OK, well, let's do this full force. And then you're two weeks later, you're like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm done. I want to do yeah. this now. I want to be in dance or I want to do this. Like, uh, that's cool that she made you. Yeah. You know, kind of prove her, prove to her that you, you wanted to do this. 
Was that something that like organically over time started, you know, this obviously this girl group contacted you. So you must have had some sort of following online. Yeah, um, I grew a following. Um, I'm really grateful that my mom kind of pushed me to do that because because of that, because of her. Like, it's it's kind of weird. It's like she didn't want to help me, but she ended up helping me even more by making me do it on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew like a really a, a good amount of following for like being like in high school. Like I had like 20,000 followers like through high wow. school. And yeah, by the time I was like 16, I had like 20K and it was, you know, it was me just being like consistent on like Instagram with like my singing videos. And then when I joined the girl group, that kind of pushed a little bit more momentum. And then when the girl group got like a publishing deal, they noticed that I was writing all of the songs. So yeah, I was. (laughs) So they um, took me out and started putting me in other sessions with other artists that was that were signed to the label. So it was like I was just in there writing for for like singers and they were like way older than me, like like 25 year olds, like right to be in the studio. I need her right now. And so it was like a lot of like writing. And I just learned like the structure of songs. Like I was working with a lot of other songwriters and I learned like their techniques. It was just it was a really it was a really cool experience to be like 14. (laughs) Right. I mean, when you go into this group and then you're like, I'm going to start writing I'll, I'll write the song. You know, like, how do you just take yeah. them over? You're like, you know what? I'm going to write the songs from here on out. Yeah. Like, I mean, were you writing prior to that? Or like, when did you get in, into um, songwriting? Well, I was, I had wrote one song. I had okay. wrote and recorded one song and I went to the studio and it was atrocious. It was horrible. <laughs> I left crying. It was so bad. Um, and my mom was like, it's okay. It's okay. Just keep trying it. I was like, it's terrible. I like had like a panic attack in the studio because it was so hard and it wasn't coming out how I wanted, but, um, yeah, I had wrote that song and, and then like, I used, I used to, um, remix other songs. So I would like write a verse on other songs, like oh. a Drake song or like, you know, and then put that on my Instagram. Like I would write a little bit, but, mm-hmm. um, when I got into the girl group, I saw how they wrote like I didn't really know the structuring and like the technique of writing a song in the studio. So like I I just saw how they wrote and like, you know, technique wise. And I was like, oh, I could do that and I could do it better. Like, let Mm -hmm. me just. And so I started like vocal producing them and like, you know, writing out the song and just doing what they were doing because they were older and they had been doing it longer. But I was just doing it better, better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. absorbing what they're doing and being like eh, i'm gonna do this a little bit better than you yeah i yeah. like that that's cool that is really cool um real quick on the back to your instagram following because i'm just curious to have twenty thousand followers in high school was that like i'm sure that you had so much jealousy uh, towards you <laughs> at that point right yeah it was it was kind of funny i used to change schools a lot So um, I spent when I was in Atlanta, like I I went to school on the south side and then the north side and then like just everywhere. And so by the time, like the last time I changed schools, it was a couple people that knew who I was at the school. Like they followed me on Instagram. Oh, like prior to even going there. Yeah. And they were like, this girl group, like da 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 da. And it like made this whole commotion. And it was like, you know, it was just really weird. And like some girls didn't like me because of it and were like being like me. And but then guys jealous. Yeah, it was just a mess. But yeah, I I definitely (laughs) feel like my Instagram played a part in that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I could see haters. I mean, I didn't I wasn't in high school, obviously, when social media was a thing, but I would imagine (laughs) if somebody in the school was 
you know, had a huge following or, you know, was doing these big things, there'd be a lot of, a lot of haters, a lot of jealousy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is Instagram still or social media still a big tool that you're using to promote yourself? Like, do you feel like that's kind of your, a big way? Yeah, I've really gotten into TikTok. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I really, I like TikTok, but um, Instagram is kind of like the most solid, like where like most of my fan base is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I love Instagram. It's, it's a great platform to use to like promote your music and like, you know, have a consistent group of people that know your face and know who you are and like mm-hmm. are familiar with you um, to have like your little hub. Uh, right. I feel like TikTok is good for like reaching out to like new people just because it's like every time you post different people see it like it's not right. like same 10 people seeing your post so yeah i mean um instagram definitely plays a big part still to this day yeah i've i've i was listening to somebody talk about tiktok the other day and they're just saying like it's so much different because like you said you put it something out and you'll get a lot of followers in it but how often are you actually on your follow like most people are just looking at the for you page right no one's going to their following page really i mean some people maybe but a majority of people are on the for you page right swiping through so you'll the fact that you can reach so many more eyes like in the moment versus like instagram the only people are going to see your stuff unless you make it on that explore that i think it's called explore page yeah. or whatever but it's mainly the people that already follow you right exactly yeah yeah that's but I was watching your Instagram video that you posted. I think it was yesterday, the most recent one where you do, you're doing cover and then at the, you forget the lyrics at the end. Like, I, I was like, that's so awesome that you just were like, whatever. Like, that's what I love about like if the unpolished, like kind of behind the curtain look at, at people is just so cool. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't done a cover in so long. I was like, I'm a little, a little rusty. No, but the, you're perfect on the vocal. Like, I was like, wow, like, you're such a good singer, especially just like off the cuff like that but it was just so funny and rad that you're like oh yeah i forgot the lyrics <laughs> okay so you start ghostwriting for people this is obviously the girl group eventually what kind of ends yeah okay yeah. and then you start ghostwriting and then how do you move into writing your own music and, and starting you know your your well, artist project um the person that found me in the girl group he's actually my manager now oh, cool. and um, you know, in the midst of like introducing me to the rest of the people that were on the distribution, like publishing label, mm-hmm. he was putting me in my own sessions to like record my own music. And like at first I was recording like covers and then, um, you know, I just I got in with like producers. And so I built like I started building like my catalog um, when I was like 14. And so by the time I was like 16, I had like so much music like I had so much music from that time period where I was just recording like every single day after school. And then um, when I was 16, I was like, I'm going to just, I'm going to put something out. Like, I think it's time, you know, we had been waiting and caressing it. And I was like, you know, I want to put something out. Like, let's see what happens. Like I was, I had left the girl group. I was graduating and I was like, you know, let's see what happens. <laughs> what was the first song you released? Um, it was called show me your love. Okay. That's what um, I was going to, I figured it was that, but I didn't want to jump too soon. And yeah, w- I, was it scary to put a song out on your own? It was more exciting. I was really excited okay. and for good reason. Like I got a really good response and, you know, a lot of people have been waiting for me to drop music just because like I had built kind of like a fan base and, mm-hmm. you know, being from all these different schools, everybody was like kind of waiting for me to like 
you know, sprout as an artist. And um, yeah, it was it was really exciting. I was I was really excited. I shot a music video and like I had like my whole family kind of in it a little bit, like acting. And it was just like, you know, it was just cool. It was fun. <laughs> was that something you wrote? How old were you when you wrote the song? Um, I wrote the song when I was 15, I believe. Oh, wow. OK, yeah. mm-hmm. that is crazy. Yeah. Wow. And uh, you you released a record last year called In and Out. Yeah, the um, cover is amazing because you're in front of an In and Out burger sign. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Which yeah. do they even have In and Out on the East Coast? Like I know it's like a no. West, like California uh, thing. Uh, did you fly out to LA just to take a picture? No, I actually that whole project was kind of like a a, a wing thing. Like I I was in LA. And I had got invited to like this TikTok party. And then I had invited like my photographer to come because we're like, oh, we're going to take pictures. And then as soon as we pulled up, it was like the police came and shut it down immediately. And so we were like, let's just go to In-N-Out. Like we looked cute and we were dressed up. We were like, uh, let's go to In-N-Out and take pictures, I guess. So we went to In-N-Out and took a whole bunch of pictures. They kicked us out um because they were like you can't take pictures of here they kicked us out and then like a month later I was just listening to like a whole bunch of my music that I was like I'm never dropping this as singles like I'm about to just throw this music away because and then my sister was like well why don't you just make like a project of like all your experimental sounds like mm-hmm. all of the you know it's not the songs in in and out they're all kind of like different like different genres and like different sounds and she was like just like put it together and like you know just so that they're not thrown away because they're really good songs so i was like okay so we kind of just just put it together and kind of put it together i like that (laughs) i feel like in and out this is cute so yeah (laughs) where where were you when uh the pandemic hit was were you still in high school at that point no, I had okay. just graduated. Well, I well when I moved, I moved from Atlanta in the middle of my senior year and I finished school online because oh, I moved okay. back to New York. And so I had I had just I remember I had just shot three music videos like in one weekend. Whoa. And um one of the boys, the dancers in the video, he was like showing me like the corona thing on his phone and I was like oh like that'll be gone in like a week it's gonna be like like remember Ebola I was like it's gonna be like exactly it ain't coming here (laughs) and then I remember like two days later it was on the news like shut down and I was like and I remember I had got sick on my music from my music video because we were on the roof dancing and it was like snowing and um I had got like a chest cold and so I was everybody's going to think that I have COVID and I don't. <laughs> right. Right. I know. Now, anytime anyone gets sick or like, Oh, you have COVID. <laughs> no, I just have a cold that I've gotten for my past X amount of years of my life. But, um, wow. So you were in New York at this time when it shut down everything, which is like, was yeah. obviously a Mecca of the whole thing. Right. Like on, I was in San Diego and everything I saw on TV was obviously New York. New York was um, terrible. Yeah, it was terrible. Did you have a lot of those? Did Were you able to work at all? Like, how did you spend that time? Was it just trying to get stuff up online? Well, I I got, I built in a studio in my room. And oh, wow. I started painting. Oh, <laughs> those are yours? All, yeah, these are all from the pandemic. Like, I love that. It's like a Bart Simpson. Like, 
it's like the first it, it's kind of like a timeline like this is like the first week of the pandemic and then it kind of just keeps going <laughs> and then like then I got to canvases like and then it was like yeah this was my you know COVID activity and then um yeah I, I ordered like a whole bunch of equipment for a studio and built like a studio in my room and my last single that I put out I actually recorded that in my bedroom so really bad girl is that the most recent one yep yep that was recorded in your bedroom yep it was wow just the vocal like or did you put the whole song together in there yeah I did I oh did. my gosh that's so <laughs> rad do you have a, you have a guitar there do you play guitar I don't play guitar. Oh, I just thought. Uh, I mean, guitar. <laughs> it's curious. <laughs> I don't. Okay, but I, don't play piano. I play piano. I want to. You do play piano. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When did you learn piano? Um, when I was like thirteen, I went. I took some classes, and then like from there, I kind of just continued by ear. So oh, okay. Do you use it to write piano? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's really cool. Do you? I mean, having. You know, like like uh, Mariah Carey's vocal teacher coach told your mom when you're screaming in the in the grocery store, like, do you have perfect pitch? Like, can you hear notes and just know what they are? Yeah, it drives. It's 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 a I know it's a blessing and a curse just because I'm jealous of you. <laughs> if something is like this a hair wrong. It's like scratching a chalkboard. Like I hear things and my mom will be like. I don't hear anything like I I don't hear that and I'm just like I hear it and it's driving me crazy like in a song like (laughs) the littlest thing will just like drive me crazy and and I can even if like I'm not always doing the perfect thing I know when I'm not like I know if something is off or like you know how to make it go exactly where it needs to go sure yeah wow that's so rad though to have that you know you're like (laughs) Uh, does it get when you like so, speaking on the new songs like is that something that you know like okay you you do the take and the producer who, someone might be like oh that was great and you're like nope i can hear this little thing that i need a tweak does it get kind of tedious or does it get yeah it uh, does it definitely does i was just in the studio like um the day before yesterday and i was driving my engineer and producer dre he, i was driving him crazy because i was like he was like it's good and i was like no I need to do it again. I was like, I need to, I was like, I need to do it again. Mm-mm, I need to do it again. And I like do every line like 10 times because I have to get it like perfect. And he'd be like, it's nothing wrong with, with any of these takes. Right. Like any, yeah. Anyone that just has, doesn't have perfect pitch will listen and be like, what are you talking about? No, yeah. I know. Like got to tweak it just a little bit. Um, what about the new songs? Tell me about the new songs, bad girl and then good girl, obviously. Uh, yeah. Oh, yin and yang. So yeah. which one did you write first? Um, I wrote, I don't know, because I, I wrote it in my room and then I like re-recorded it. Um, I wrote them separately, though. Oh, I did. wrote, um, I, I think I wrote Bad Girl first. I wrote Bad Girl first because I I was talking to this guy and like, you know, he's like a and and everybody's opinion, like in contrast with me, like he was like a bad boy. Oh. And so everybody was just like, stay away from him and da 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 da. And his people were telling him, stay away from me. And like it was like a well, I can be, I can be bad. I was like in an emotional moment. Like I was like, I can be bad too. I'm not <laughs> at all. I can't. And and then um I wrote Good Girl when I was kind of just like, you know, with my new person and like 
being like, you know, content in it and being real with myself. And so it was like a, it was like a real contrast with like emotions. Like everything I write is like a direct output of like how I'm feeling in that moment. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there were like two contrast, like really contrast moments in my life. I think that's amazing. Um, <laughs> that's funny that you went, yeah, the, the went from the bad boy and then now you're the new person and you're like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I can't do that. I'm a good girl. Yeah, I'm a good. <laughs> uh, and you wrote that in your in your room you're sitting in. Yeah, I yeah, I wrote Good Girl in my room. I wrote Good Girl and Bad Girl in my room. I didn't record Good Girl in my room. I recorded mm -hmm. that at the studio, but I wrote I wrote it in like my little notebook. Like I just sat and like wrote it and was like, hmm, so in love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have a lot of music you said coming out. You or at least you've yeah. written a lot of music. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm really excited. Like the past few months, I've just been writing like crazy um, and recording too. And I, I'm just really excited for this next project I'm putting out because okay. it's unlike unlike in and out it's actually a lot of thought going into it. And so I'm just super excited for everybody's reaction. Like, I feel like even with like um, All American and like all of mm -hmm. these things, like it's kind of like a buildup for like music. And I'm just like excited for everybody to hear what I'm working on because it's so different from like my old stuff because my old stuff is from when I was like 15, 16. Mm -hmm. And so now it's from like 18, 19. So it's like, you know, a little bit of a contrast with like- Yeah, a little newer, a little, yeah. Growing <laughs> a bit. And, yeah. And, and that's a big, I mean, if you think of 15 to 19, that's a huge, it doesn't sound, it's not a lot of years really, but it, yeah. it really is. That's when you really start to, yeah, change and grow and everything. Yeah. Um, well, I love what you're doing with the, with those two records on all Amer on, uh, all American. Tell me about your, you have a reoccurring role in that show. Yes, I do. What's that? Uh, yeah. Tell me about the show. Do you enjoy acting? Um, yeah, I love acting. Um, it's always been, like a kind of secondary thing that I've always been in since I was like a little girl. Um, I got my first agent when I was like eight um, when I was in New York. And then, you know, we moved. So then it was kind of like a pause on that when we moved to Atlanta. But then I got a new agent like last year. And so we've just been working. Um, I have my role on All American is Jen. Um, she's like a rebellious teenager. I guess <laughs> that's what I give. But um yeah, she's she's like a rebellious teenager who's um, trying to get clean, get sober. Um, she's on, she's addicted to like painkillers and she, and um, Olivia meets her in N.A. So, okay. um, yeah, that's wow. kind of like, I mean, that's such a big issue right now, too. Right. Yeah. I mean, talk mm -hmm. about there's a show on Netflix or not Netflix, Hulu. It's called Dope Sick. And it's all oh, about yeah. that. I mean, it's like hard to watch. Really? So, yeah. Um, but that's uh yeah, what a what a what a way, you know, I'm sure they the they portray the message in a good way, obviously, if you're at NA in the in the show. Is that yeah. something you had to kind of research at all or yeah, I had to it was so funny. I I was Googling because I, I had like a scene where I had to, where, where Jen was was high and she came to to Olivia and, and was like, I'm high. And I was like, how do people act high off of? Pills? Yeah. Like, I was right, like, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> You're Googling that. <laughs> I was like, how do you act high? Of, like, what is are you like? 
itchy like are you like like i was like what do i yeah i was really like googling it like i had i had no clue but um you know i talked to a couple people and and my coach and you know i figured it out i think but it was definitely a moment where it was nothing that i had ever expected to play like if i were to have guessed last year like i that this was like a role I would be playing, I wouldn't have guessed it. Um, <laughs> for like my first role is definitely like uh, uh, a big, it's a big, um, a big role, big message to, to, to portray and to like, you know, put out there. Mm-hmm. I hope I do. I hope I'm doing well with, with, you know, portraying this message and like telling this story. Yeah. I think it's an important thing for people to, especially, I mean, nowadays with how with prescription drugs and everything being so, yeah. fentanyl and everything else it's just killing and destroying people's lives obviously it's it's good to have that message out there i think that's mm-hmm. super cool um and you like you said you enjoy acting and you're doing the singing and you just got a lot going on are you tease do you tease a lot of your songs on your tiktok or new stuff coming out is that how you're gonna try to roll out some of this yeah i do um yeah i, I like to like tease on tiktok they interact pretty well with uh-huh. um with the previewing of new music um so yeah it's probably def- that's probably going to be a part of the the rollout um for sure i just did a, a open verse challenge on bad girl um on tiktok so oh okay yeah, that's kind of cool i got a few um yesterday so i'm, I'm gonna check it today and see if there's any new ones <laughs> that's really cool so people can actually directly send you something and, and you'll check it out and, and engage yeah, with it they can um stitch with the video and like mm-hmm. like say their verse like with me so i can like see what they come up with so yeah that's pretty cool that's <laughs> rad it's so cool that you can that nowadays it's so easy to kind of be but that connected to your audience yep, so yep, cool yep. well yep. i appreciate your time journey um i can't wait to hear your new music and watch you in the show now i, I have to definitely check that out and um, I just have one more quick question. I want to know if you have any advice for aspiring artists. I would say um, stay consistent, um, decide, make a conscious choice that this is what you want to do and, you know, just commit and do it 100 percent and believe in yourself, because if you don't, then nobody else will. And, you know, be OK with whatever happens and, and do it for the love of it and because you enjoy it and put your happiness first. 